0: This is Lisa Blythe, and coming up on this edition of the Daytona Scene Podcast, Al and I talk New Year's resolutions, live music, Louie Anderson, The Laser Rock Show, and Sunday Fun Day, plus a preview of downtown Daytona signature events. It's all coming up on this next edition of the Daytona Scene Podcast.
1: then. it's that time again. It's time for the Daytona Scene podcast. Al Smith here with Lisa Blythe.
0: Hello, Lisa. Hello, Al. Happy 2020. 2020. I know it's got a nice ring to it. Yes. Can you believe a new decade? A new t- I know. It depends on how you look at decade. You know, there's people who will say this is the end of the decade, and then there are some who will say this is the beginning oh, of the is that decade. Right? this is zero not you know that came out after y2k you know when is it really ending but to me zero is the beginning and then one so 2020 is the first gotcha because we're going into 2021 if you can believe that first year of the decade now you
1: got me all confused i'm I'm trying to do math in my head which is
0: never a good thing (laughs) yeah and one one tip If you haven't thought about this, you know how typically for 2019, we would just write out 19 on our, like if we're making a date on something, Mm -hmm. write out 2020, because if you just put 20 and some nefarious person comes along and wants to change your document, they can add another year to it. They could put Uh 21 at the end, or they could put 17 at the end and change Uh your documents so maybe... Your uh, lease or your mortgage or other documents, well, probably not your mortgage because that would get recorded, but right. those types of documents, maybe if you just had an agreement with somebody that you owe me and you're due on 2020 or 2025 and they you just put yes. 20 and then they add put, 17, I already paid you. <laughs>
1: 120 20. And they put 20, yeah,
0: yeah, they I can change it. up the, the time frame or give you know, the term a lot longer than you intend. Might be the most useful information you learned from this podcast today. <laughs> Just be don't careful to the write 20 out. Hanging. Don't leave the 20 on its own, not I a dangling don't 20. don't
1: to do that. Well, yeah.
0: But, you know, with the new year, it's kind of all about uh, resolutions, right? Yes. Are you making a resolution?
1: I make goals, not resolutions, but um, certainly to do this podcast more, oh, on a weekly yes. basis. I'm <laughs> aware. <laughs> exactly. I did I actually I mean it's funny. It's you know the two busiest, you know, the two businesses or the this is the busiest time of year for them. It's gyms and churches, right? Cuz everybody's like they got that resolution. But by March 15th it's right. It's down to the attendance it was before the new year. So no, it's good. try to be a better person or or focus on some things and
0: not focus on
1: some other things.
0: Yeah. All right? Yeah. Well, I I listened to a podcast, Hidden Brain is one of my favorites, and the uh, interviewee was Wendy Wood, who wrote a book called Good Habits, Bad Habits, The Science of Making Positive Changes That Stick. And she was talking about necessarily keeping a goal or a resolution isn't about willpower, but it's making that habit not friction-full, making it frictionless, I should say. Right. So if you want to get up and run every morning, sleep in your running clothes, because then you, you're you ready to go when you wake up. Okay. You can just get out there. So if you get rid of the things that your excuses, then you have a better chance of stringing these habits together. That makes well, sense. I thought that was a good, good idea. So I go to bed with coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> I like to have coffee first thing in the morning. No. But I thought that was a kind of a good idea. You know, you already have a habit of going to sleep at night. Right. How can you make that habit help you do the next thing you want to do in the morning? So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, it's all about habits, right? It's all about. Mm-hmm. What do they say? It takes 90 days to create a habit. Yeah. And or it's, you know, frequency over mm-hmm. 90 days, you can create a habit.
0: Right. And it's not so much about necessarily not having willpower or using that as a reason to not, it's just start doing it. Right. And then just keep doing now, if it. If I had
1: a habit that I was going to eat ice cream every day, I wouldn't have any trouble with that. <laughs> <laughs> but then you might not feel very every day. good. No, I know, yeah. right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I so, the bad things we have.
0: One of the things she said was, um, a lot of times our lives will go haywire, something will come up. We'll have a, a bad thing will happen at work or a death in the family. And then these cues all disappear. So um, when you are undergoing change... That's really a good time to try out new things that maybe you didn't have the chance to do. So maybe making a, a decision during that period might be the best thing you could do because you need some change. Something different to try. They call it habit discontinuity. Okay. Something else you're learning today. So I'm full of facts. Yes.
1: Yeah. Turned into a science. Mm. Yeah. And math. STEM show. We got going yeah.
0: Yeah. Right. Steam. <laughs> Steam. So the, the reframing awesome. and becoming authentic to who you are and who you want to be. Right. So. That's my uh, New Year's resolution. Like be more who I want to be.
1: Yeah, I think you're uh, you're off to. Yeah, I've talked to you a couple times since the New Year. I, yeah. I sense
0: that. Yeah, things are moving along in a positive direction, yes. beginning with coming back and doing our podcast. Because yes. for for those few faithful listeners, we haven't been on doing this for a couple of weeks. Yes, because we had to go to the North Pole help Santa yeah, out. Exactly, we had a lot. Get some New Year's parties going. <laughs>
1: I tell you, took it. I did New Year's. You know, ninth year I run New Year's Eve on Main Street, and you think a man does something for or a person does something for nine years, they'd have it figured out. But apparently, not for me. Just changes every time. And the if you went to it and you went every year, you go, "Hey, that's the same thing." No, nope. but it's just amazing all the all the things that go on behind the scenes
0: you had good weather correct we had
1: great weather and a huge crowd and i was very thankful and the bars down there do a great job of uh, putting on a party i always say "Main street on daytona beach you can knock it and you have good reason to knock it i understand the people who thumb their nose at it but i'm telling you what their strength is putting on a party And, and i've done events in other streets and other locations and People aren't as adept as they are. No, something yeah, they, they
0: know how to handle a crowd, and They're the, the lighting of the trees looked beautiful. I saw those and and forty palm trees pretty, lit. Yeah, One is that staying other. or is that going to go away?
1: Uh, I think it'll stay. Well, certainly stay for a little while. See how long it. You know, the lights we bought weren't weren't uh, evergreen or ever lit. <laughs> oh. I don't think they'll last uh, too long, but. We'll leave them up for a while. See yeah, So it's very nice. cool. We get a chance to get out nature. Just change the whole field too, right? Extra light. Just felt a little warmer down there. Actually having, having more light helped. And then we had it snow. People dug that. People really enjoyed that. Um, except people
0: who came here from the north because they think we've lost their minds. Yeah. Why do you want it to snow? We're yeah. getting away from that. Yeah, exactly. But, but now we're coming into our busy season of events having to do with vehicles on four wheels. Yes. Not sleighs, but wheels, right? <laughs> so, yeah, the yeah, uh, Roar of the 24, yeah. before the 24 was last week. I think the 24th begins the 24 Hours of Daytona oh, so event. That's what you doing this year. Yeah. And you're involved with that? Yes. On through here. the Checkered Flag Committee, I will be out there talking to some race car drivers.
1: That's cool. Yeah, you like that?
0: Yeah, it'll be fun. That's always a great event, and, and the crowd always. I don't. I don't know if the numbers are would bear this out, but it looks to me like it grows every single year. Yeah,
1: I think the twenty four. Yeah, I think the twenty four hours has definitely grown. I've been here my whole life. It's um, yeah. No, no, one's told me the number, but just haven't gone yeah. almost every year. I would say definitely. And there's more to do. More things to do. Uh, I think people have gravitated towards those. Uh, uh, the, the cars, the what do you, exotic cars, the what do you call them? You you know more about cars than I do.
0: Well, there's uh, different types of cars that are some cars. Yes, exactly. they're great. And there's um, there's a D- Daytona version. There's probably four different classes of vehicles that are racing in it. And
1: they married them all together at some point a few years ago. That seemed to be um,
0: yeah a turning point. It's a fun event and there's a big Ferris wheel on the inside and lots of things to do. Lots of live music. Yeah. yeah,
1: It's, it's, they've really, Oh, by the way, there's a race. Yeah. That's how I see it.
0: Right. Right. Like when you go to a hockey game and Hey, I went to a fight and a hockey game broke out. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You
1: got to keep people, you know, in the world we live in today, it's not the one thing It's it's, it's got multiple things got to be going on to keep people's attention.
0: Well, I think the speedway does a great job of, of keeping the people moving around and, This is another event where if the weather is good, a lot more locals will come out. The folks who are planning to drive here will be there. Yeah. But when the weather's nice, you get, seems like a lot more of a, just for the half the day. Cause you know, who wants to necessarily stay up all night and listen to (laughs) the track, right? (laughs) But um, yeah, it'll be a fun event. Looking forward to it. Do you come out?
1: I have. Yeah going to taste the Daytona several times, right?
0: Time. And that is the f- Saturday nights, correct? And that's a benefit for Daytona State College. No,
1: it's for, uh, no, it's a right? benefit for the NASCAR Foundation. All right. So who does that for Pediatrics is yeah. part of there? I think so. Yeah. So that's always a good event, and then get filled up on all the food and what's whatever I have there, and then go on down and see some friends in the infield. It's Always a lot of fun. Yeah. Always cold. Are usually cold. Yeah. My Speedway is one of the coldest places I've ever been anywhere in the world. <laughs> There's something about that place, man. When that wind whips through there, all that concrete, it gets cold. So, But you're going to be out there?
0: Yes. And I'm not sure exactly where I'll be. I'll be stationed. Typically, I'm either in the 500 Club or the Rolex Lounge. Nice. So pop by and say hi. <laughs> I if I could get I'll be, in. I'll be the one in the red shirt and the jacket. Yeah, you'll be in just that one. <laughs> Yeah, one person. <laughs> right, so. the tan pants. So we have a lot of things going on. You know, we—I think everybody took a breather week after the holidays. Yes. They'll have to rest. Yes. And then now it's back in action in Daytona.
1: Rest and watch football. Yes. Right.
0: <laughs> right. So wild card weekend is over. Are you have a, a you have a dog in that hunt? No,pe not really. Just enjoy watching. Right. But while I was resting. <laughs> Right. Well, you know, um, coming up at the Peabody Auditorium on January the 9th, which is Thursday, the day that this will probably come out, right? The Fresh Book Film Festival is going on all weekend. And I had never heard of this before, but Fresh is actually an acronym for Fiction, Romance, Erotica, Spiritual Health, and More. Hmm. So there's authors... Arrive with all books for every reader's indulgence. It's basically a a book festival to meet authors, readers, fans, and they have a lot of headliners. And you can find it, of course, on there. They have a website, so if you search FreshBookFestivals.net, there's a lot of locals in town for that. Mm
1: -hmm. You can check that out. I'm
0: going to try to. It's Thursday night. Well, it'll be going on all weekend, so I'm going to check and see. Because there's people who have written and directed film adaptations of, say, some, a Zora Neale Hurston book. Um, there's other types of short films and you know, books that are going to be represented. So it'd be nice to go see.
1: Very cool. And speaking of the Peabody, we got the Righteous Brothers coming. Um, that's Friday, January 17th, 730. I went online and uh, there's still some good seats left, but not many. You still get a good seat, but that's a good sign that um, they have done really well with uh, shows like The Righteous Brothers, and then of course you got the whole uh, Symphony Society. You've got the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra Company. Did you know? I just saw that the Royal. The,
0: oh yeah, I remember yeah. When the London Philharmonic that's would who this show up. Is. Oh okay, yeah. So I, is this a thing that's happening again? Because it was every other the year. Royal we had the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. I believe that's from London, isn't it?
1: Well, it sounds royal. It is. And actually speaking of that, I remember B.B. King did a, he recorded a record, a live record with the London Royal
0: Philharmonic Orchestra. It's quite good. Oh, nice. I did get to listen to his Christmas album after your recommendation. Yes, I had it on quite often actually during the holiday season. Quite festive, put me in the mood. It's good. Yeah. doesn't get any better
1: than that. And then they've got, you know, I don't know if you had a chance to check out any of the um, the Broadway stuff that's going on there. We've got The Waitress coming up. Um, uh, do you know that play? I'm not yeah, I actually saw it, it
0: at the Dr. Phillips Performing Arts Center. Was it last year? The year before in um, Orlando when it was touring the first, I guess, one of the first years it was touring.
1: So they have coming up. I looked on there and there's yeah. fewer seats for that than anything I looked at. It's like they've done really well with mm-hmm. the, with the um, great music. With this off Broadway stuff, it's really been good. Then the Temptations and the Four Tops are coming. AEG is presentation on Sunday, the January 26th. And um, the one last thing I'm going to mention, because I know I have a lot of people in my world that love ABBA. <laughs> <laughs> ABBA Mania is coming. The real musical tribute to ABBA.
0: Oh, nice. So it's one on of those February tribute 19th. bands. Is it a tribute band? Well, I mean, it's yeah. a
1: tribute band. I think, it's like a, I think it's like a whole show. I know it is. It's like oh, a whole show. Oh. It's like a whole, like. Uh, wow. Yeah, you know, like a play almost,
0: but not like Mamma Mia. Not like Mamma Mia, which is also a good show. Have you seen that? Uh, I saw that at the Flagler Auditorium no, last I year. That was fabulous.
1: I'm, I'm kind of allergic to the whole
0: thing. Oh, no. <laughs>
1: sorry. <laughs> I get the hives mm-hmm. every time I hear. I have a music, but I got a granddaughter that just mm-hmm. loves it. Four years old, she's sing every song
0: from with with. She can emote. <laughs>
1: she has a lot of
0: emotion when you she saying, she's committed. That's what you need with ABBA, especially right. with Mamma Mia. There's a there's a lot of that there. Yeah. So, uh Friday, January 10th, um if you uh before you go to one of these shows, if you'd like to have donut stout, have you ever heard of that? Donut you stout. Have me a donut. <laughs> so, Ormond Brewing Company yes. is having a donut stout release party. OBC put the o D-O in donuts. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So it's a small batch specialty stout with crispy cream donuts. It's going to be served in a powdered sugar rimmed glass with a donut hole skewer. That's a creative. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Cool. And, and tie-dye road is going to be performing. Good band. Yeah. The
1: full band. And, and you know that the, when you when you hear that, and for those maybe who don't know, it's like the, there'll be a hint of a taste of donut. It won't like donut won't smack you in the taste buds when you drink the beer. It'll just have a hint of it. Sometimes people hear chocolate. I don't want chocolate, but it's just like a hint of Mm -hmm. chocolate, not like overwhelming. Some people like chocolate,
0: and even in their beer, love chocolate in beer. It matches with the beer. Yes, right. So, have you ever been a fan of Louis Anderson? Um, You know the comedian. Yes, yes, a little bit. He started in the eighties, I think. Yeah, I I think I remember him even being on Johnny Carson. You know, Johnny Carson basically introduced us to all great comedians, right? Um, Most recently, he was in the series on. FX called Baskets. He plays a lot of roles, including his mother named Christine. Really hilarious. Anyway, he's going to be at the Hilton Daytona Beach Oceanfront Resort on Friday, January 10th, which is part of the Bonkers Comedy Productions, starting at about 830. Interesting. Yeah, he won a couple Emmy Awards, too. Yeah. He's He's got that kind of face that always looks young. Okay. You think? Don't you think? I mean, he's always, to me, looks like he's never aged. Yeah. He's He's got got a young boy face. He just
1: looks a little weird to me. (laughs) (laughs) Be judging on him. So
0: he writes a lot. And anyway, doors open at 730 if you want to go get a laugh.
1: Yeah, very cool. That's a good place to do it.
0: I haven't been to, I mean, I've been to the Hilton, but I didn't realize that Bonkers had their own area there. Or is it just in one of the ballrooms? I don't know. I think they moved it around, haven't you? Yeah. Haven't there other locations
1: Mm -hmm. I think they, they used to be at the La Playa for years, on the top of La Playa. So now I think they're moving around. Maybe that's their new home. Yeah. But uh, very cool. And then this weekend, we've got uh, the Museum of Arts and Sciences. The, planet, the planetarium there is um, doing their laser shows, which I think are very cool. So they've got uh, 7 o'clock is laser r- retro, then the Beatles, and then Pink Floyd the Wall. Seven, eight, nine. The shows are five bucks for one, seven, for two, and nine for all three. So I, I think it's really cool that they uh, to do that second second Saturday of every month. Um, nice. We should do a show, podcast from there.
0: That'd be fun. <laughs> Describing. That'd be fun. Now, I wonder, so they open the planetarium so you can see the stars yes. at night. So um, if you're familiar with uh, Orion, the constellation Orion, right the there's one star part of our orion called beetlejuice which is you know beetlejuice beetlejuice i'm not going to say it three times um, <laughs> that is actually dimming really? and so over a period of time of course this star has been there for a very 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 long time it's uh, not going to be within our lifetime but it's expected to it's it's dimmed enough that you can see that it's dimming be a supernova in the next uh-huh. say 1000 years oh, okay or so yeah i mean yeah we're talking millennia you know yeah.
1: You have to have a, patience, yeah, right.
0: but maybe you'll <laughs> see it. You'll notice, hey, that's Beetlejuice. It looks a little lighter. It's dimming. It's burning out because that's eventually what they all do. They right. burn out just like we do, <laughs> just like us. <laughs> Except they get thousands of years. Like a, they get a lot more time to do it. Yeah, I like going to that, that uh, rock concert. That would be fun to do a show there. We'd yeah. Go. So Bobby, uh, our producer, will ask him to get the technical technical side together. So yes. we can broadcast from there. That's right. That would be fun. Hey, I know you're a big fan of the Bank and Blues. Yes. So Castro Coleman, do you know him? Mr. Sip? Vaguely. The Mississippi Mr. Blues yes. Child. I know him as Mr. Sip. Mr. Sip is going to be performing on Saturday nights at the Bank and Blues. He's a big influence by B.B. King, according to his yes. bio. Won a it's lot of awards. funny when you said
1: his real name, I didn't know who you are talking about. When you said Mr. Sip, I didn't know who you are talking about.
0: Mr. Sip, he's been. So speaking a of, that, of I thought that,
1: the Bank and Blues did. Uh, actually did a show, a couple shows there, um, the last couple weeks, and they that place was decked out so nice for the holidays. They really went all out. It's like a mirage, you know, when you walk in there. It's just like there's no other place like it. And I had um had some musicians that hadn't been in there in a while or hadn't played it all there, and when they see the place, it's just it's they really say it's one of the one of the classier nicest. Clubs, there are ours in the, in the whole, you know, circuit of going around yeah, and playing. So that's nice.
0: Well, you had um, Wainwright. We had Richard Victor Wainwright. Wainwright there yes, on, Right before the new year, correct?
1: Eve of the Eve. He has lost over a hundred pounds. Amazing. And what a show. This guy, him and his, that whole band is just, they hit you with the energy from beginning to end. You know, you just leave there feeling good about yourself and life and everybody around you. And I just, everybody there just had a great time. And uh, he'll be back April 3rd. They're they're putting out a new record. Um, Very excited. His last record was uh, Grammy-nominated, so this is a follow-up to that. And um, just really, really amazing. And he just recently, I think yesterday, was nominated for the uh, Pine Top Perkins uh, Blues Music Association Piano Player of the Year.
0: Nice. Which
1: he's won, I think,
0: four out of five years. So he's... uh, Whatever our Something locals else. done good. Yeah. You know, that's exactly. that's an auspicious day, be- April 3rd, because it's basically 4320. Oh. Although you'd have to say 2020 because yes, you don't to follow your instructions.
1: <laughs> I was thinking that. But uh Yeah, a lot of great stuff at the bank you a chance to go, to the Bank of Blues Club. I can pretty much tell you any night you go there, you're going to see somebody good. You know. That's just a. They, really they don't do. allow the bad ones in. They don't.
0: They they shut the door. You're bad. No. no. <laughs> so, um, do you like to dance? No. Have you ever wanted to learn to dance? So sometimes people don't like to uh, dance because they don't know how. You obviously, never
1: see me dance.
0: It's just you, not you dance probably, like Elaine from yes. Seinfeld. Yeah. Well, if your resolution is to learn to dance, there's a second Saturday floor play at Ocean's Dance Studio at 134 Beach Street. You can have a beginning lesson or an intermediate, and there's a social at 8:30. It's only twelve dollars a person.
1: It's a so nice. You can go building. and learn to
0: dance. Yeah, right downtown. Nice
1: floor, nice wood floor in there.
0: Very talented dancers. Yeah,
1: nice people that run that.
0: So right that that's an street. opportunity. Is that that'll be Saturday night, and then another performance will be at the Beach Bucket. Have you been there on Beachside, right by the Harvard Approach? I have. There's a hotel. It's kind of part of it. I've done more breakfast there than anything, but yeah, it's a great place to have breakfast. It We're is at the ocean. Well, there's a a group called Resting Beach Face. Resting Beach Face. Yeah, that's oh. a bit. Sandy. I've done that, but it's been many years. <laughs> yeah. So they're a dynamic duo of experienced musical fanatics who have been entertaining diverse crowds for decades. They cover songs. They don't. I don't know that they come up with their own, but they are acoustic fun for sure. That's what they have on their website. Did a little sure. search of them. Yeah. So resting, they'll be there at the Beach Bucket from 5.30 to 8.30 on Saturday. So lots of live music in the yeah. area. Yeah. And Sunday fun day. I thought this would be kind of a fun yes. thing to start featuring on our Daytona podcast. Get out on so Sunday. So Sundays, get out, enjoy life. Whether you uh, go to a house of worship in the morning and then you want to start doing some fun things after, or that'd be yes. fun too. I'm not saying that that's not mine going to start getting hate mail. It's fun. Um, But Sip and See Sunday is hosted by the Arts on Granada from 11 to 2. You can have mimosas and art and stroll around downtown. After that, 2 o'clock, you think, okay, what am I going to do now? Head down to Krabby's on the beach, which used to be Cusina 214, right next to Landshark. And uh, Jason Lee and Linda Marie, they're a... A group that plays Cyclone Tunes from the 50s and on. Some of your favorite hits there. Cyclone? That's what they're called. Cyclone Tunes. i never heard of Cyclone They tunes. do. Johnny Cash. Oh. June Carter inspired type oh, yeah. show. Yeah. A wide variety of music. They have a mandolin. You know, vocals, guitar, all that. Southern Twist, a little rockabilly. Yeah. A little mix going on there. So that's just south of ISB by Landshark and... A beautiful environment, looking at the ocean. And then after that, you need a little more music, a little more fun. Yes. Recommend you go down to Jerry's Italian Tiki Bar down in Ponce. Sunny and Rhonda are playing. I've never heard them play, but they got great reviews on Facebook. That's where I was looking oh. for them. They'll be there from 6 to 10 p.m. Well,
1: I've been to Jerry's. They have very good food.
0: Yeah, and a nice outdoor Tiki yeah. Bar area to yeah. hang out. You can get pizza. There's a bar out there, a little fire pit if it gets chilly. Yeah. A little stage for the musicians to play just if you drive down you're into ponds so go 35 or 25 whatever the posted speed limit is. or maybe uber or maybe uber right if you're gonna have a little libation yes so that sounds like a sunday fun yeah
1: that's a good idea
0: what do you got going on sunday
1: what do i got going on sunday football yeah football (laughs) this sunday but but i could do that once once football season's over I mean, I can watch football at Jerry's, right? So I'd
0: be good. Yeah. You could probably watch it at, well, except for maybe the Arts on Granada, but it didn't start yet. Yeah. So are we into the season where football is Saturday and Sunday? Yes. The playoffs are both days and on regular network TV, correct?
1: Yeah. yeah. You know, I, don't, I have to check the schedule. Yes, I believe so. Mm-hmm. Like Saturday night now and Sunday. Yeah. Because now we've eliminated some teams.
0: A lot. A <laughs> lot of the teams. Lions. Most teams. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't make, I no. think they had three wins. At least they had three, because I've been through a year of zero. Well, they lost uh, their yeah, so I know. And if you are interested in reliving more Christmas charm, the Stetson Mansion Christmas Spectacular Holiday Home Tour is still going on through January the 15th. Hmm. And that is one of the 10 best holiday home tours in the United States, wow. according to USA Today. First in Florida, fifth in the nation. So you can still stop by there and Very check cool. that out. Nice. So uh, what are you listening
1: to? I am so excited that um, th- it's so funny how things kind of come together. So Bob Dylan put out two records, um, one called Nashville Skyline and I'm trying to think of the other one. Anyway, back in the mid seventies, he, he put out, he went to Nashville, recorded a couple records. I think his, his vocals are, are the best ever on Nashville Skyline. And he, he went into Nashville, used all these great musicians and then he does on that record, he does a uh, a duet with Johnny Cash, um um North County North County girl. And uh what so what's happened now is they put these these bootleg series out of of Dylan to kind of dig deep on what he what it will come to find out, there is like a massive amount of of uh recording of Johnny Cash and Bob Dylan playing together and it never got released. And I saw an interview with the producer of that and he's funny. He's like, cause they had, there was this, I don't know if you remember, he was, uh, Bob Dylan was on Johnny Cash's TV show at the time. It was very good back in the day. There's only three channels. So a lot of people watched it. So it was kind of this, you know, folk rock meets country and, and they became really good friends and really enjoyed working together and recording and do that. So they did the show and it was a big hit. Anyway, come to find out they had done all this recording and they didn't even know the producer kind of talked Johnny Cash into coming in, not knowing that Dylan was going to be there or that they're going to be set up to play and then vice versa. So Dylan and Cash go out to have dinner. They come back The producers, got them all set up, got their, their guitars and everything set up. So they start playing and I have not heard all of it yet. I've heard some of it's really good. But what the record company didn't like was that because it was just spontaneous and that way it went about, they were talking to each other while they were singing. They weren't. They were So it's a little rough in the sense that it wasn't highly produced and edited. So they said, we're not putting it out because there's talking. The guy goes, well, not much i got to do about it. It's already done. and not going to come back. It's... So that sat there for all these years. Oh, and I now know. they've put it out in a, a three-CD set. Um, with a booklet that comes with it and the whole thing so i'm, I'm really excited about that what is it called it's a bootleg series i forget the number oh. but it's the latest i think it's 12 mm-hmm. bootleg series of uh, bob dylan's and a, a lot of a lot of stuff with him and cash and then just the, and the other things that uh that's on that record like i said i think it's dylan's some of his best writing certainly the best vocals it's In hard when you listen time. to it you're like wow that's bob dylan got this young sweet voice mm-hmm. that's very that you can understand everywhere yeah <laughs> just totally different than what you hear now so anyway that's um kind of top of my list
0: nice yeah listen but, to that one yeah
1: i'll have to I'll fill you in more in the next next show but uh so
0: what are you reading well i'm actually found a book called uh doxology and you know that if you go to church, that's the uh, praise God from whom all blessings flow. you know, the doxology mm-hmm. song. But this book is not about that at all. I don't know where the name came from. Okay. I just started it, but it's called Doxology. It was on the um top twenty or ten books of all of the year by a lot of like New York Times writers' picks, you know, publishers. So um it's by Nell Zink, and it spans a couple of generation. And you know, it's kind of fitting that it comes after I read the Education of an Idealist, the Samantha Power yes. book. It's a story that weaves the impacts of the political and uh, social environments through two generations of time. It's really wittily written. She's very talented, kind of impactful. It makes you really think about where was I when this happened? 9-11 is an example, is is a time period that's referenced, but also going back into the 80s. So, And how does that impact what I do today? How would we be different if we didn't have 9-11 or John F. Kennedy wasn't shot, you know? Not that they go into not that not happening, but we all know it all affects us differently. So I'm about halfway through. So by mm-hmm. next time we record, I should be yeah. done with it. it. Was but a it's a full
1: review. Yeah,
0: it, it, it's really a, a really interesting book, and the conversation is is really compelling. So I'm liking it, and it's fiction, which I've been doing a lot of nonfiction, so it's nice to...
1: Yeah, throw a little fiction, fiction in there once a while.
0: Yeah, and I had way. on, while I was reading the other day, um, Miles Davis, Kind of Blue... CD. Love that. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. He's so good.
1: Have you, I haven't seen that. Speaking of that, I haven't seen the documentary on him yet. It's after oh, somewhere. it's really good. You seen it?
0: Yes. It was at Cinematique.
1: I missed it. It's good. Yeah.
0: And it is on, I think you can get it on Apple, okay. iTunes, or iMovie, whatever. Okay. Yeah. And I, of course, did binge watch over the holiday because Disney Plus is out now. and My kids all wanted that. So. Oh. Um, all of the Star Wars, and went to see the new Star Wars, which I like because I'm a Star Wars fan. Okay, so but well, that I watched the Irishman. I thought that. Was oh, I account. did too on Netflix. There were different reviews for that, but I really liked it. Oh, uh, the acting. Yeah. So you know. And I I understand that the storyline itself wasn't necessarily true. Yeah. Of, of right. a, yeah, but um, that it was it. Well, the actors in it. De Niro De Niro Pacino, Al Pacino and all those scenes I had together Joe Pesci
1: Joe Pesci was great in it yeah it was really good I enjoyed it I had to watch it in two sittings
0: yeah it <laughs> was long, so long and yeah, I think but, I did too that's good yeah and it was had some scenes from downtown Detroit area which I was living there okay, at the time that's right
1: yeah, there's a lot of Detroit now.
0: yeah Red Fox Inn which is where he was caught ultimately I guess our last scene yeah right yeah it was a good movie
1: yeah, very good. So we've uh, we've got a little long today. So I think that here's what I want to do for our next show. I want to dig deep into all, this going, all the positive things happening in the downtown. We're going to we're gonna find a guest or maybe two guests to, to kind of dig a little deeper into that. Don't you think that? I mean, we've been talking about it. But I want to I be able to have enough time to really kind of dig into that or really explain. I think there's a lot of misinformation and a lot of misunderstandings as to what's happening in the downtown, especially when it comes to the streetscape, which is gonna be starting here. Any day now, hopefully, um I mean, this show's gonna help people understand that a little bit better and to why it's why it's being done and why it's how it's gonna change everything. It's just the the massive amount of, of private investment that's about to hit the downtown, I think most people really because they're not down here every day or understand, but it's 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 almost hard for somebody like me that is. And you to comprehend when you start talking about $200 million worth of investment, you know, in a fairly small area that hasn't had that kind of investment in, I don't know, decades.
0: Yeah. It'd be nice forever. to talk about the schedule. So, we, you know, what yeah. we can expect to see when Sched- it's going to yes. start and, yes. and, and uh, what, what it will look like. I'm excited and about that too. Very excited about it.
1: And I've got some events. I'm starting uh, uh, this year off with several events as, as a lot of these events are, are geared to help the merchants that are on the street so that they can uh, endure any any pain that they might suffer from this, this I think, relatively minor uh, f- facelift. But until we live through it, we don't know. So first up, we're going to have a uh, chili and brew walk downtown it's going to be on the 8th uh It'll be a whole lot of fun so that's the sorry 18th
0: the 18th of january. january thank you Yes. right so that's in two friday two <laughs> yeah and the reason i said the 8th is
1: because after that we have the wine ninth annual wine and chocolate walk on february 8th that's um you get your tickets on either one of those eventbrite.com check it out the wine and chocolate walk will sell out for sure so if you want to go I recommend you get on there and get that because we do limit uh, the number of tickets we sell to that, as to keep it a, a, a good experience and not just a, too crowded for people to really enjoy. So those are two great events, and so we'll talk about all the rest that's coming up. In fact, one big one I'll let 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 you know about. You can start thinking about it, is St. Patty's Day. We're gonna have a big block party for St. Patty's Day with uh,
0: an actual St. Patty's Day. Actual St. Patty's Day. Is it, is it a good day. day? This is it like a Friday or it's Saturday? A oh, <laughs> <laughs> it'll work. Tuesday works. Tuesday works. But McKay's certainly
1: a big part of the downtown. And you know, I've always had a, a, you know, very successful, w- very popular event. So we're going to make that bigger and better and make it a block party. and have two blocks um, down here. So I want to make sure, stay tuned to this podcast. We'll give you a little more information as we get a little closer. So
0: So I have one more question for you. Yes. Do you have any predictions for 2020 predictions. in day, downtown Daytona Beach? Predictions for downtown, so that Daytona we can revisit in this in a year and say how how many did we get right and how many did we get wrong?
1: I predict by the end of 2020. There's one thing I know for sure is the Brown and Brown building will be finished. Will the and,
0: bridge be finished?
1: And the bridge will be finished. Brown and Brown. I'm sure of the bridge. I'm pretty sure of. <laughs> Since they say March, I think. Uh, a lot of time. yes i was told that the other day there's just there's a massive amount of workers trying to finish that project so yes the bridge will be finished think about it. bridge will be finished brown and brown will be finished the streetscape will be close to finish but most likely finished the art festival will go off on time and they will begin um the park I, later in the year i think they'll begin the park and the and the know, $20 million um, improvement to the park and all that's going on. We'll get into that more as we go down the road, but that's, uh, that's my predictions. Great. And I don't think we'll, I don't think we'll lose many merchants at all. I think there's always people that are on the cusp of, of surviving and not in business unrelated to, probably to what's going on on the street. Just uh, Just, just how it goes, you know, business mm-hmm. is hard. It's hard to make a business work. Anyway, yeah. that's the only negative I see is we might lose a couple people. Not necessarily because I think the Streetscape will do it too. It just happens that way. But all uh, right. But I think, think we'll
0: get some new merchants downtown during this next year.
1: Yes. I think we'll get not as many as you might think. I think we'll get one or two. I think a lot of people are kind of waiting to uh to see this the streetscape get finished and the park get started and brown and Brown get done. I think there's several people that are kinda Hold them back with any major. Yeah, they're probably going to start their investment in physical improvements to buildings and changes that way. But as far as opening operating a business, I think you see people kind of wait, which is probably not a bad idea if you're starting out new, is to let let those things kind of get finished. And 900 people move into that building um, by the end of this year, beginning of next. It's going to be it's going to dramatically change the feel of the downtown.
0: Are we going to get that uh, local? brewery downtown. I know, right? Yes. I don't know. Well, and and, and my prediction, I I, I have one prediction that I'd like to make is that the Tortugas win the Florida State League championship and they stay. Because you know, that could be a potential. So I want to make that prediction just because I wish it to be true.
1: Where are they (laughs) at with that? Do we know? I have not kept up with that. No. It's one of those things that really has nothing to do with us or the Tortugas. Right, it
0: doesn't. So, Major League Baseball, mm-hmm. what they want to do, but yeah. I hope we don't lose them. Go tour two, guys. Exactly. That'll be great. So next week we're going to be talking more about downtown, all the excitement that's happening. Yes, and the, we're going to. This will be your place to find way. out
1: what's going on. We'll keep you posted. We have a lot of uh, a lot of people like yourself. I mean, you, you're you live downtown. You're very enthusiastic about it. You always see the potential what can happen. No, and that's what it takes. Is a lot of people, um, kind of st- you know rowing in the right direction. And what I've noticed from talking to different merchants, a lot of people have gone from being um, having gone to angst about it or being against it to now basically saying, "I'm all for it." And I'm not going to mention their name because I don't want to say something without asking their permission first. But I was talking to a merchant on the street who's relatively new to the street, and he and his wife were fairly much very uh, skeptical of the this project at the streetscape and not not negative in a sense he, I don't want to, he wasn't being you know rude or abrupt about it but he just could tell he was angst about it and he just didn't didn't get it so i ran i went in to talk to him about doing the chili event we're getting ready you do and he said he looked at me and he said i gotta tell you he goes wife and i went to Helen, in georgia for uh for new year's and he goes you know they got two, that little town, they got two million visitors a year. And this big old grin on his face, he said, and there's only two lanes. <laughs> so he goes, uh, basically without saying it directly, he said, you know, basically all my fears have been mm-hmm. you know, calmed and then we're ready to make this happen.
0: Yeah. So, I think once the idea gets more entrenched in your mind, it, it's easier to accept. Yeah. But change is always hard at first and yes. when especially when if the planning goes well and people see optimism and excitement yes it'll breathe more exactly. excitement so we're going to continue that strain going on this we are this station and uh, please listen
1: exactly.
0: on all the podcast places facebook is another one you can find us right we're going to share
1: absolutely facebook wherever you get your podcast we will be there and we appreciate you listening and uh, we'll talk to you again next week scene podcast.